There we go. Good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is, of course, your opportunity to be as prepared as you can for today's trading opportunities. So um, a very interesting and a very profitable week last week. Um, further green lights from these central banks, really, uh, when we, we go through some of the data uh, from last week. And just broadly speaking, the, the sentiment is, uh, is pretty, pretty strong. Um, there's, a, there's kind of a positive uh, sort of market condition which is filtering through. Now, there is points of concern uh, overnight. We'll have a look at some of the Chinese data. So, um, you know, there is, uh, I suppose, a few areas of concern really for us as, as traders to take on board. But broadly, there is this sort of positive um, market condition for for us to firstly take note of and, and secondly, uh, look to trade around. All right, so let's get straight into it. And we'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Uh, good morning, everyone. Hope you all had a good weekend. Uh, good to have you back. Um, so all profitable traders, they need to consider what markets to trade. So trade selection, uh, of course, is, is hugely important. Um, you know, we would always be advocates of trading the markets which are likely to give you the best return um so uh because once you learn how to trade you can trade any any market any any type of environment um but obviously there's a little bit of work in in being able to determine which markets to look at and which markets to you know, perhaps even to stay away from. Um, then once we've, once we've selected the markets, we then need to put together our trading strategy in terms of how do we enter and exit these markets. Uh, risk management, very important. Trade management, once you're in those, uh, once you're in, we had a, a good few examples last week of, of decent quality trade management where we were looking to, to take profit up at elevated levels. And if the market started to reverse on us, we were more than willing to get out of those trades and book in that profit. Trade psychology as well, also very, very important. And the psychology behind these markets now is very, uh, is very positive. And um, that obviously can come with its risk warning because um, we know what happens if there is a, um, you know, a lot of excitement in the market experiences a, a sizable uh, move to the upside um, and that at some point will be followed by a bit of a corrective move and, and that could be uh, quite a significant move um, but for now we can certainly focus on the positivity uh, of these markets so we basically address all of these considerations every day in our live trade rooms when we look at each trade and we are strong advocates of being consistent in our approach accurate with the levels we use disciplined with our capital and of course, knowing kind of when to pull the trigger and when, broadly speaking, not to pull the trigger. Um, so patience, very important. All right, so um, good morning, everybody. Uh, so let's start with this a review, potential market moving news. So before we look at Chinese data um, today, so today's Monday, the 17th of July, we've got, um so it's worth going through some of the 
the inflation numbers from last week. So very, very swiftly, because we spent a lot of time last week on this. Um, headline CPI in the US coming in below expectations. Previous month, 4%. Now we're down to 3%. So we're moving through the gears actually a lot quicker than perhaps most people anticipated. But um, there was always an expectation that, you know, from 9.1 to 5% was going to be the easy bit. From 5 down to 2 was going to be more difficult. And the last two months have, have sort of poo-pooed that idea, really. So we're now down to 3%. Um, you could argue, is there much need for the Fed to continue to raise rates? Um, I suppose the, the easiest answer is yes, there marginally is, um, because this is a year-on-year -year figure. <clears throat> and um, so this time last year, we're still seeing inflation at a rate of 3% if we compare you know, this month last year to the to this time last year. Um, so we're seeing still growth and uh, and higher inflation. We're not back at two percent. That's another another reason until we get back to kind of maybe two and a half two percent. Maybe the Fed might feel a little bit uncomfortable about slowing up at this higher level. Um, so there is a, a rate hike expected now in the next week or so from the FOMC. So let's see how we get on with that. Um, I suppose we still must acknowledge really that core inflation is still proving really quite sticky. But the, the fact that these numbers have come in below expectation is really quite significant. So making a little bit more progress on that. And then when you add in the PPI, you know, the headline PPI number coming in again below expectations in line with core uh, PPI numbers. So there's, there's underlying costs as well are coming down. Um, unemployment claims, still very strong jobs market that hasn't particularly changed. And um, consumer sentiment as well. So probably in line with the expectation of these inflation numbers coming down. I suppose um, consumers are feeling a little bit more positive in the US. Um, you know, again, broadly, you know, that's a good thing. Okay, so that brings us up to today. So really a lot of reasons for these markets to be quite positive, uh, buoyant, uh, and continuing to rally higher. Um, now, we overnight, we've had uh, a lot of Chinese data. So... I suppose the headline one is the, the the GDP number, the quarterly figure coming in, expected at 7.1. And this is all reopening data. So from a position of kind of lockdowns, uh, restrictions, travel restrictions and, and economic restrictions, really. You know, once they've opened up, we were expecting a little bit more of a boost year, you know, um, uh, on this, these quarterly numbers. Um, so they're coming in much less than expected. Still, I suppose, a, a decent number, but yeah, not in line with expectations. And that's really the problem. Industrial production is actually coming in much better above, um, above expectations. Uh, and retail sales, not quite sort of, year on year where they would uh where they were expecting either so i suppose definitely a mixed bag coming out of of china um, which is obviously the second largest economy in the world 
So today, um, not a huge amount to have to deal with. We're going to have G20 again. So we'll see what, what comes out of that over the course of the trading day. And we'll be hearing from uh, ECB President Christine Lagarde uh, due to deliver pre-recorded opening remarks at the ECB conference on Central, Eastern and Southeastern Europe countries. Okay. I suppose the fact that it's a pre-recorded opening remarks is, um, you know, there's no questions asked. It's, it's all predetermined stuff. So shouldn't be a major concern there. And then this afternoon, we're going to have manufacturing index numbers coming out of uh, the US. So if you if you look at these manufacturing numbers, they're, the, they're very kind of up and down, we're still expecting a little bit of a minus figure. You know, this particular news event can often be be way off. So um, Probably that's just a, a a number to just almost trade through because you, you you have no idea whether it's going to be kind of a, a positive or a, shouldn't be too detrimental to the downside if there is this kind of suggestion that a recovery is in play. Uh, okay, so just looking through the rest of the week, um, tomorrow we've got US re retail sales numbers. Um, we'll have UK. Uh, CPI year on year, so inflation is still much, much higher than elsewhere across the, uh, the UK economy. On Thursday, unemployment claims in the Australian economy and the US, and nothing really of any major concern on the Friday. So um, after a, a very busy week, we've got not a huge amount to deal with. So where does that leave us regarding these charts? So having done our analysis, um, we see where the opportunities may lie. So we've, we've finished in the end a little bit negative on Friday with lots of um, bank earnings and uh, we're going to have a week of um, corporate earnings hitting the airwaves and uh, with that, if they are, if they're, if they're in line with expectations uh, or exceed them, you'd probably expect further upside. And if they come in surprisingly lower than expectations, you'd probably see a little bit of selling off. So there is a technical. You can see how technical this 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 market happens to be. This is the S and P five hundred currently up on the screen, and you can see we we go through these little waves. We 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 push to the upside, and then when it starts to roll back you get a corrective move and then you find support and, and, it, and it rallies again to the upside. There is an argument that suggests we could get a pullback into the 44.65 level, 44.65. So that is a, um, I suppose, a, a 35 pit move potentially. So you can see things like the, the the, the Dow Jones, we've been in a two, four, six, eight, uh, a nine month sort of sideways pattern really for the Dow. So we haven't seen the explosive moves in the Dow like we would do elsewhere. So that means we're up at these, we've got a triple top up here and prices are really struggling to, to get beyond it. And we even pulled back off Friday's high as well. Um, so more to see there from the Dow Jones. I suppose if we do close above 
you know, these monthly highs around the uh, 34,600, um, we would probably expect further upside at that point. So we're able to book profit on our NASDAQ trade on Friday. Um, actually, before, you know, prior to this rollover to the downside, so we're up at these slightly elevated levels. And we finished broadly negative. Um, that was after, you know, we've booked in profit and we'd packed up for the day. So interesting to see that little price action unfold. So what this can suggest is maybe we can get a short term uh, corrective move. If prices start to roll over a little bit to the downside over the course of the day, we might look to, to get into it. You can see no real market response just yet from most of these markets. So FTSE, um, we're in this little corrective pattern. And if these prices start to, to roll back down to the downside, and there's a bit of, if we look at the DAX, if there's a little bit of negativity in these markets, you see the more recent pullback is um, a pullback from the lows. So it might be worth looking at the, the FTSE and the DAX. The Nikkei, let's have a little look. So again, this is this is a pattern. This is a, a downward pattern. Maybe we'll have a little bit more more attention on, on the UK and, and sorry, the FTSE and the and the DAX perhaps. So look, this is what's really happening in Bitcoin. A bit of a bit of excitement yesterday. Um, sorry, a bit of excitement last week. Prices rallying. We actually made a technical new high before it rolled over, and uh, actually made a, a new daily low. Nothing really over the weekend, so it's a bit of a tough one, really, still for for. for cryptocurrency traders right commodities we'll have a quick look at commodities so if we get a weaker dollar we're probably likely to see further upside in, in oil and um, we did say if these prices kind of pulled back we'd be looking to get in at a lower price and that's pretty much where we're at we're not going to get into this little short-term sell trade we, we really want this market to just sort of find a bit of support in around this little zone 73 72 dollars and then if we start getting some upside momentum, we'll, we'll start to get into that trade perhaps. So you can see that there's, there's overall, there's a, a little bit of kind of broad negativity perhaps. You know, and we do want to acknowledge that because um, this is now a structural failure trade to the upside and not really doing an awful lot in gold so it's going to be quite interesting to just keep an eye on the dollar so let's have a look at that dollar in a bit more detail so really weak there on um for two three days last week for most of last week should i say really quite weak um friday today not much progress really made and the problem with with price action like this is you'd expect a bit of a bit of a pullback in order to get in at a lower price. If we break above these highs, it's um, 
I mean, we do have a pretty tight. We we probably just want to reserve judgment. I think that's pretty much where we're at for now. We're obviously going to be looking at these these markets in detail um, during our European and US trading session. So there's still the potential for, for some dollar weakness. Let's have a look at the yen pairs. So there's a bit of bit of dollar weakness, sorry, a bit of a pound weakness trade. Out of the euro pound, they're kind of cancelling each other out a little bit. So the euro, sorry, on the daily time frame, the euro is stronger than the pound. So the pound is one of the weakest currencies. Um, a bit of strength there in the yen. So maybe the pound yen could could be a So a weaker pound would suggest perhaps a bit of upside in, in, okay, we could look at the pound to the downside with a pound weakness. Just want to see elsewhere in the dollar first. Maybe look at European indice weakness followed by, you know, a weaker pound. So down at these levels, there is still a potential for further dollar weakness. Aussie dollar. And then we're seeing some, some short term strength. So the dollar is in, we kind of have mixed signals really for this dollar. Certainly the Aussie and the New Zealand are really quite weak. Okay, we need to make a little bit of a call, perhaps. Um, so we kind of want to reserve judgment across a lot of the, the US markets, it appears for now. Um, let's, let's take this little low in here for the pound yen. So we look at the 180.94. 180.94. Um, we could have the NASDAQ below the 7400, sorry, the um, 7400, uh, what is it, the FTSE, and um, the DAX as well, so that European below 6,000. For the DAX, 
Oh, sorry, it's 16,000, isn't it? Yeah, I wondered. I thought 16, I thought 6,000 was a bit. Uh, so yeah, 16,000 um, for the DAX. And let's reserve judgment elsewhere across the commodities in the US. Um, we'll just edit this on screen for you and we'll post it into the chat box so you have hopefully a coherent trade plan to try and work with. So tentative risk on market conditions due to better than expected US inflation numbers. That was pretty much driving sentiment and uh, um, last week. So now I think we have uh, mixed mixed market conditions. I think we can go to that now for, as a summary. And that, that wouldn't be too unusual. You often get explosive moves followed by periods of indecision. Right, okay, so indices higher. We're pretty much all over last week. Um, and some good, good dollar of strength trades before they all started to reverse. So yeah, worked out reasonably well. Okay, let's um, let's do FTSE FTSE sell low No, it's actually 16,000. We'll actually have the whole number. We've also got we've also got the pound yen. Pound yen. Sell below the 180, 1894. Um, just put a little notice board in Um, okay, so we need to be patient now with the U.S. indices and U.S. dollar to ascertain, uh, to ascertain um, Okay, so so this is our trade plan then. We've got quite a mixed overview of these markets. We're looking for the FTSE to sell, sell off below the 
hundred or seven thousand four hundred level. The DAX we're looking to sell below the sixteen thousand level. Um, the pound yen we're looking to sell below the one eighteen ninety four. And just as a bit of a notice board, we need to be patient now with the U.S. indices and U.S. U.S. dollar just to ascertain directional bias from these current levels. Okay, so let's let's kind of. Um, Monday morning after a strong week last week, wouldn't be too surprised if things were a little bit on the quiet side. So, so there we go, guys. Um, I just posted a trade plan into the chat box, so feel free to take that away with you. And um, hopefully we have something to work with. Okay, so on that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. We, you know, last week was very much in this sort of um, dovish Fed well, it was actually off the back of positive economic data, really, with um, with inflation coming in much lower than expected, where we had risk on market conditions. We had indices higher, dollar lower, but U.S. bond yields were actually rolling over to the downside. I think we got down to uh, from 5% to 4.6. So um, we've bounced a little bit off those, but we might get another leg lower pretty soon. And commodities were rallying. So now there's just this sort of corrective phase. So we now need to be a little bit patient and see where the next narrative is coming from. Great stuff. So on that note, thanks so much for joining us as always. Any questions, feel free to post them. And just to let you know, we trade these markets fully live and interactive from 8 a.m. UK time every single morning for the European trading session. And then we come back again at 12.45 p.m. in the afternoon for the U.S. trading session. So very welcome to join us for that. For more information, just simply go to livetrading.com and do connect with us through our web page if you need. Great stuff. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.